Outside Chat. I'm joined by Simon and Sammy. How are we doing, boys? All good? Hello, hello, hello. Good stuff, good stuff. Right, in this pod, we're going to be talking about the Man United-Chelsea game. It finished one all. Uh, there was a few controversial decisions. Uh, mm-hmm. What last-minute goal by Van Persie, you know, gave it... Um, uh, made, made it a draw. Give it a rest. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about, uh, obviously, like the controversy, controversial side of things. Um Sorry, I mean, I know when we've had a, when we've all had a conversation earlier, you were saying that you know there's a lot of decisions you didn't agree with. Thought he was very lenient on Man United. You yeah, know, very much so. Talk, talk, talk us through that. Well, to be fair, look, like I might, I might, you know, the way I've said it, it's made it sound like the referee's got loads of decisions wrong, and it's it's not. I, I it was just the main two. I mean, in the box from a free kick from Fabregas, you had. You had Smalling all over Terry, and I think Rojo all over Ivanovic. And I don't know how they practice their set pieces in your training sessions, but it looked to me like they were giving them a good old headlock, right? Now, headlock RTKO. Yeah, it looked like they were trying to move a headlock into a DDT, right? So for me, I mean, for me, it looked like that was a penalty, and and I think if you two are saying it's not, then I think, be honest, you're talking out of your backside. But then <laughs> but then but then then the one that annoyed me most was the Ivanovic red card because his first yellow card was a tussle with shoulder to shoulder with Di Maria and all due respect, like Di Maria is a top class player, I love watching him play. He went down like he'd been shot for that and Ivanovic got a yellow card, which for me that one wasn't a booking. Now for the second one they're running, and the balance is just behind Di Maria. And all it is is that his foot is clipped the hill of Di Maria, not intentionally. I can see why the free kick's given, because that, that's just given in football, that kind of scenario. But to give a second yellow card for it, I thought it was really harsh. And subsequently, because of that, it was Ivanovic that was marking Fellaini at set plays all game. And who is it that got the header that set up the whole scramble in the box? For the for Van Persie's follow up, it was Fellaini. Yeah, I mean, so it did it did affect it did it, those decisions did affect the game for me. Phil Dowd was very card happy tonight. You know, on both yeah, both sides, United got three yellows. Uh, Chelsea got six yellows, six I think, yellows. and then obviously Vanovic's. Um, yeah, but then red, uh, they, they, they they red. them up in the, in the first half as well, didn't they? Yeah, it was but, very um, much. A physical game first half. Mm, yeah. yeah, it was. I, I I do have to say, um, as a United fan, I I do agree that you know that <laughs> the, the headlocks in the box perhaps <laughs> there could <laughs> there could have been a, a penalty there because it, it wasn't it was a wrestling match in there. But um, that to be but to be honest with you, there are a lot of stuff which happens in the box that you know a lot of players are getting away with and perhaps it's something which needs to be looked into further. Well, you look at... But, uh, what you, what, what but, you just said there, Temi. Think back one yeah. week ago and what happened to Ryan Shawcross. Penalty was given to yeah. him for, for something which was less obvious than what Rojo and Smalling was doing. I think the problem mm. with tonight's game is the fact the referee, even like when they were analysing it, you know, like without being, I mean, having a biased viewpoint on this now, he had a good view of the incidents as well. He was pretty yeah, much looking did. straight at them, and I think that's what makes it worse for the referee. You know, I mean, the yeah. players are going to do whatever they can to try and stop, 
to stop. Yeah, but there's, there's got to be player. some consistency, isn't there? There's no yeah. consistency. You give that for Ryan Shawcross last week. You give that one, do you not? I mean, let me put it to you two this way. If that was the other way round, and that was Chelsea players doing that to Van Persie and Smalling or something like that in the box, would you be calling for a penalty? Yeah, he would, because especially if you see in the replay, it was over the top. But again, it, you know, it falls at the ref's feet rather than the player, you know? It's, it's... Yeah, that's that's what I mean. I think he got a couple of big decisions wrong, mm. in my opinion today. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't think, again, what, his assistant referee, has he not seen what's going on? That's, an, that's well, another thing. Yeah, it is another thing. There's, there's obviously not... Uh... I don't know, like not working well together. I mean, it was even a bit in the game where I think the linesman gave yeah, a throw in the deep, to yeah, the, United, but Phil Dowd overruled and him. And the, the referee, he overruled him. Yeah, yeah. even Mourinho's given me his due. He even said that United got decisions against them as well. Oh, they did. I mean, so. I'm, I'm not just. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously just talking about Chelsea's. But then, but then, again, can I, can I, can I ask you something? Going back to your earlier point. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Um, it, the the tackle which. Uh, in, was in the dying minutes, which got Ivanovic sent off. If Ivanovic yep. hadn't already been booked, would it have been? Would you have said that yes, that was a yellow card? Forget the earlier booking. We're, we're just talking about that tackle by itself. Is that a yellow card? Yes or no? Honestly, I'm not being biased. I genuinely don't think it is because you can just tell that's an accidental like collision of the feet because of the speed they're running at. Okay, well if if it had been given, would you have understood why? Oh, I, yeah, I suppose so. I, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, then, then, oh, then Phil Dowd, he has no choice but to yeah, but give, to him give the a second yellow, yellow for that. But to give a second yellow for that, and it did ultimately, go- ultimately affect the the, the 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 outcome of the game really, because Ivanovic would have been on Fellaini, and Fellaini hadn't outbeaten him at set piece the whole game. Can you see why I'm frustrated a little bit on that front? Yeah. Mm. I mean, obviously, it's not the ref who's going to, you know, necessarily win or lose your games. I mean, let's let's start looking at the tactics here. You know, like United have been poor tactically starting out in the season. You know, three five two wasn't working to them, and then Van Hal's obviously moved things around. What did you think of these tactics tonight, Tim, in team selection from a Man United point of view? I think tactically. It, it was a very, very big game, you know, for United to prove themselves. Like, in terms of knowing what level that the team are at, it was a very, very big game against, you know, the league leaders and a team who have been by far the best team in the league this season. And I feel, um, you know, I was, I was quite surprised to see Chelsea with lots of open space. Like, it was very, very surprising. And it's not something that I would associate with a Mourinho team. So, mm-hmm. um, in that case, it helped us to get them on the counter-attack. And at times, we looked really, really, really dangerous. Like, I feel like alone, we could have probably, if we had taken our chances, who knows, we could have gone into the, the break, you know, 1-0 up, 1-2-0 up then who knows, it could have been a different game. But tactically, I felt it was a big, big challenge for Van Gaal, and, you know, he hasn't done bad. I feel he's done well. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I think today you can definitely say that's the best... I how to put it? Best combined structure of the team that he's had this season, I think. I think he done well having 
Blind sitting and having Fellaini and Mata, the three yeah, to I... counteract the two players, which basically dictate Chelsea's game, which are yeah. Matic and Fabregas. Now, I thought you kept Fabregas quiet the whole game. I thought he was poor today, Fabregas. I know he got the assist for the, from the corner, but overall his passing wasn't great. I mean, I thought Matic still did really well, but overall yeah. I thought your midfield did dominate them too. Yeah, I felt like, to be honest, although the midfield did dominate, you know, Chelsea's at times, I do feel Matic, like you said, he had a splendid game. He, he had a splendid game. It was exciting stuff. Well, and even though, remember, going back to a conversation that we had earlier on, I know it's still early days, but against a top, top team, I, I don't think Blind put, put in a bad performance. No, no. Look, I, he's, he's a good signing for you, Daddy Blind. You know what you're going to get from him. He's nothing fancy. He's like, yeah. Not massively technically gifted, but he does a job. I think he tired his up, doesn't he? Yeah, he, I mean, he, he does a good job between defence and midfield. That's what I like about him. All top sides need a player that can do that. Mm, I think. See, I think he he sort of took over where Carrick's been missing. Really, Carrick used to sort of do that, and we've I'm, sort of missed that sort of central midfielder to um, sort of pick the ball up and, and distribute yeah. it from the from the back. And I, mean, so, well, I back... don't actually see Carrick getting back into this team. Mm, I don't know. I he doesn't have the legs for it. For me, I think I think Wan Matter's position is up for grabs. Yeah, he didn't. I don't know. He just didn't. Look, I mean, I think the whole game overall, I don't think the, the top players had room to perform today. Even Di Maria was kept quiet. Like you say, with Fabregas, even Di Maria was in the same Boy, sort it was of his situation. poorest game. Poorest game in the United shirt so far. Yeah, he just didn't really get, didn't really get into it, really. I thought, but, I thought, I thought physically, Ivanovic stood up to Di Maria really well. Yeah. I've got to be honest. Uh, I mean, I, I thought, I thought, I thought he imposed himself. You know, he's not going to beat him for pace, but imposing himself on him, getting close to him. I thought we did yeah. well. We doubled up on Di Maria a lot and nullified your by far your biggest attacking threat. The only thing I would say about Di Maria is I know that he took a knock in the last game, unless he was maybe still still feeling the effects of that as well that didn't sort of help him in this um, with his performance to the, in this game. I don't know. He looked fit. Yeah. I thought. If I'm honest, I do feel Yanazai actually had a better game. First half, yes. Yeah. Second half, no. I, I feel I feel he had a better game than Di Maria today. He needs to get an end product, end product to his game, Yanazai. The thing about, you know, we say he needs to get an end product to his game, but we've we, we got to remember that he's still only a kid. You know, no, he only just, he only just came broke into the first team. Like, what? He wasn't even in the first team at the beginning of last season. No, I think... Had, had, had you even heard of him? Yeah, I had. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I think had. with Yanazai, especially under David Moyes, he was sort of. He seemed to have a lot of pressure put on him. He was a young player, and I don't think he. You know, like with Ronaldo, he was given a lot of responsibility at United when he was, what, 19, about the same sort of age. Yanazai isn't that sort of player. I still think he needs a bit of time to develop, and they need to sort of develop him slowly. Totally, yeah. Last I agree. season, he sort of just seemed to be. At one point, he was one of our main players, that it seemed, in the Moyes regime. And I just think he was too young and inexperienced for that. Agreed. Going back yeah. to uh, a comment, uh, sorry, Tom, that Temi said a little bit earlier about um, the spaces which Chelsea were leaving open for United. I do feel we had to change our game today 
because of the absences of Costa and Remy. Because with Didier Drogba, you're getting a 36-year-old. I mean, he's, he's an absolute legend, you know, for every Chelsea fan, and you know, rightfully so for everything he's done for the club. But at times today, I mean, I know he got the goal, and from set pieces, he's still, still a massive threat. I mean, I think that's why we bought him with like 10, 15 minutes to go, really. If we needed a goal, Didier Drogba, whack him on, get the crosses in. He can, he's going to win you a few headers. But playing from the start, he's done a 90-minute shift today. And overall, at times, it was sort of like we're carrying him a little bit because the link-up and the play, I think Fabregas and Hazard missed that today, which is what they get from Costa and Remy. Because Hazard, Oscar and William had to constantly try and run in and around Drogba a hell of a lot more than they'd have to do when it's Costa. And I think that that left the gaps. Yeah, because Costa, when when you watch him play, he does kind of add you know with the link ups and stuff like because he does come back and try to start play as well yeah definitely so, yeah so yeah you, know, you would have definitely been missing that too but I mean I don't know about you two you must be I mean we're praising <laughs> Van Hal for ta- you know his tactical setup of the game but can one of you tell me why Raphael was marking Didier Drogba the thing is I mean I saw it it's right. I told you before, didn't I? Just before it happened, I said I don't trust Raphael. Anyway. It's not even the boy's fault. You played no, him against I think, a I think, giant. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was just down to personnel, really. You know, yeah, like but... your team. You know, you had much taller players than us. Tell me, you it's had like, for lately that, marking Oscar. Is that think? Is that think about? It? <laughs> you know. Why is Raphael not marking Oscar? Mm. Why is Fellaini marking Oscar? You know, put yeah. Fellaini on Drogba. Mm. It was bizarre. It was totally... And you, and you had Van Persie on the post. Van Persie's six foot odd. Why have you got a six foot player on the post? Put, Raph, put you know, put Luke Shaw or someone like that on the post. I found it bizarre. Mm. It was a strange one. You saw Gary Neville. You couldn't believe what you'd just seen. Talking about Fellaini, though, I think he... He had a good, really good, really good game today. He looks like a different player. <laughs> looks like a player playing for his career at United. A fair point. You know, and yeah. and to be fair, I think he is because because if everyone was fit at United, would Fellaini be first choice? Do you think? I don't think so. No. I think Herrera, Carrick, and Blind would command those centre mid mid positions. To be honest with you. Yeah, he's got an advantage at the moment in the fact that Carrick's only just coming back. Herrera's had his injuries as well. So, mm. you know, it's a time for him to uh, sort of make his mark, I guess. What? Well, to be fair, Herrera was, you know, fit He's on the bench, for... wasn't he? Yeah, he was fit enough for the game. Yeah. He was, but, you know, I think we actually needed Fellaini's physical presence today. I, I think up against Matic... Because think about it, think about it. Um, going back to what you said earlier uh, in our discussion, mm. um, you know, if Fellaini wasn't there, who would have really picked? Who would have picked up Fabregas? Because Fabregas is if effect in the game was nullified. Agreed. Yeah. And I, I don't think I don't think Herrera would have done as good a job as Fellaini would have has, had done today on Fabregas. Quite ironic though, like Everton, he was a very sort of attack-minded player, and today I felt we had a better game defending, defensive-wise. But I was saying to Timmy, I think 
where you've got Blind as the main, you play the one holding player now, don't you really? Mm. Like you've got the one holding player. I think under Moyes, and this is strange because Moyes set Fellaini up as an attacking presence, and he was he was really dangerous when you put him far forward. But when he bought him for United, he was playing him as a defensive midfielder, and it just didn't suit Fellaini. No. Where's Van Hal set him up in the midfield of three? Fellaini could go box to box. Yeah. That's you know, true. all round affect the game, and it, it, it suited his game far better. You know, definitely. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering whether or not, like, he'd maybe stick to the three in midfield now, as he's got Herrera coming back, Carrick's not far off, but then you've got Rooney and Falcao. That's so it, I'm not sure it? Fellaini's always going to get that role that he likes, to be honest with you. No, but then again. I, th- I think he'll be a, an effective sub, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, I think so. Like, if you're losing, you can throw him on, chuck him up top. Yeah, and he can do a job as a, as a, as a I, present. I think, I, take nothing away from him. I think he's done a wonderful job today. Agreed. Wonderful. Agreed. Oh, over, these, over, over these last two games, I, I feel he's done more than what he did last season. Well, he couldn't have done anything less than what he'd done last season, could he? <laughs> <laughs> Just turning up was an achievement. I mean, I, today, I, know, I know we've only seen, seen him for two games. I feel like it's like we've got a different player. Well, let's wait and see. Let's give it... If he can do it over the next 10 games or something, then I, I might well agree with you on that. Mm. But whilst we were just talking about, you know, up top for United, um, I know Van Persie got the goal and, you know, he celebrated it like he'd won a cup final. But uh, I thought overall today, I didn't actually think he was that great, Van Persie. I thought he was poor. He's finishing. He used to be so lethal <laughs> for these chances. <clears throat> He had two great chances. I mean, Courtois pulled off two great saves, in fairness to him. But a Van Persie, a year ago, year and a half ago, yeah, he, he, goals. He, he does seem to be missing the killer instinct at the moment. I think that goal will do his confidence the world of good, and hopefully that can get him back on back on par again. I actually think if Falcao was fit today, I think he would have been subbed off a lot earlier, Van Persie. Yeah. Because I don't think he was playing well at all, to be honest with you. Like, he made a couple of good runs and stuff, but he's, right. he's not... I don't think he's the player he was. I know it sounds silly, but it looks like there's just something that's missing with him recently. Van Hal reckons it's luck. Well, I mean, Van Hal is going to come out and back him in. That's his boy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got some Dutch love, haven't they? <laughs> well, while we're talking about uh, on the subject of Courtois, you know, I mean, I, I rate him as a keeper as well. You know, I, I do like Courtois. And, uh, you know, there's always been the, uh, the Courtois-Czech argument. He, uh, he, he seems to be definitely cementing his place in, in the Chelsea goal now, doesn't he? Well, he was... Fantastic today. And the best thing about Courtois, and this is one thing he's definitely got on check, because when it comes to shot stopping, they're as good as each other. But when it comes to crosses that United were putting in stuff, Courtois is going to come out and collect them all day, yeah. isn't he? He's, uh, he's, yeah. he's different from main keepers. He doesn't come out and punch them. He comes out and he collects them. He's so commanding. Anything that comes in the box floating, you just think Courtois has got that. Mm. Now, I think that's the difference. And I thought he was superb today. Him and Hazard were by far Chelsea's best players. And Matic. Sorry, and Matic. He commanded in midfield. I also thought De Gea pulled off a brilliant save. Uh, yeah. Was it from was it Oscar or Hazard? Hazard. 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 That was and, unbelievable. Yeah. I thought, oh. Most, you know, majority of keepers would parry that away, that shot. And in a way, he caught it. I don't know. I just, I just think it was a really brilliant save. And I'm... I'm glad for the boy, really. Just um, just a quick quick 
note on Hazard, um, Timmy. Um, another big game. I mean, I know you've been critical of him. Mm. You want him to be consistent in the big games. I thought overall his performance today, I mean, it was at times today he was breezing past players. And I do feel if we had Costa up top, he could have affected the game even more. He took, he's trying to take the initiative for Chelsea's day because he was like our main attacking threat pretty much most of the game. I feel I feel yeah. he's stepping up more and more in the big games. Yeah, take take nothing away from him. Yeah, he was he was brilliant today. I won't I won't take that away from him. But one thing that does really really confuse me was Raphael is on a yellow card. Yeah, we know Raphael is not the best defensively. Why was Hazard? constantly drifting in why was he I'm sure he was probably told to do so but why was he not out on the wing trying to exploit Raphael more because I just think we need we need a player in and around Drogba mate because because Drogba hasn't got that movement anymore but we I mean we're talking about Hazard taking on Raphael that could have been the game won for me in my opinion no, I agree I mean, with you. Why, 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 not, why not leave Oscar to do, to do all the mobile work around Drogba? Like, Oscar can do that. Because I just feel that when we got the goal, I mean, we got the goal quite early in the second half, didn't we? I just yeah. think that when, once we got the goal, I think Oscar was told to drop deeper. And obviously, Hazard, Oscar and William actually rotate throughout the game. Um, I mean, you saw William going into like, just behind Drogba at times as well today. And Fabregas and Oscar and Hazard, you know, we, we tried everything. To try and freshen the legs up to, to give Drogba that movement that he needs, you know, in around him. Um, I think if Costa was there, you don't have that worry because you know Costa can get it down. And and I think the defence aren't as worried about a Didier Drogba as they would have been about Diego Costa necessarily today, you know. Yeah, but... Like take away some attention, attention, you know. But overall, look, overall, look, I'm happy. I'm happy in a way because. City losing to anything we got today result-wise was going to be a bonus. So, for me, I'm quite happy. We're six points clear of City. I mean, for you boys, I mean, you've, you've now got a tough game with City coming up away next week. Hopefully we can win that as well. Well, I think you're going to need to start getting points on the board, though, now. Because you, yeah, you've got are. a difficult run no, coming no, now. It, there's, no, there's no excuses anymore. Like, we have to win. We have to win. All right, yeah. Van Gaal, you've come out and said that we played our best game on Monday against West Brom. Okay, we played excellent today at times too. All right, so there's signs that the philosophy is starting to work. Now, we're playing well, but like you rightly said, we need to get the results. It's not just, oh, we're playing well. We need the results. We need the points now. Mm. All right, yes, you've asked for three months. The next, the next five games, we've got um, United have got Man City away, Crystal Palace at home, Arsenal away, uh, Hull City at home, and Stoke at home. I feel, I don't know about you guys, but Man City is obviously going to, on paper, is going to be our toughest test. Mm. I Come feel... on United in that game. <laughs> I, I feel the rest of them, I don't know about you, Tammy, but I think the rest of them, we could... We should be getting points from these, even against I, I, Arsenal. I, I, I think I, we could have a go at them. I agree. I agree. To be fair, Arsenal, they don't really, they haven't looked too spectacular this season. I mean, obviously, Sanchez is 
uh, for me, uh, I know, I know, I'm going off topic here, but at times he's basically carrying that team. Yeah, it's basically Sanchez FC at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but 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 let's be honest though. With that said, you, you'll run. You're going to have you're coming up against sides who are away from home. I mean, the whole city have just done a number on Arsenal and Liverpool away in consecutive games. It's not pushovers, and you got you've got Stoke City who I think they've only conceded eight eight goals or something like that all season. They don't concede many goals. So they're not givens, but without doubt, your home games now must wins. No slip ups at home anymore. Agreed. There's no excuses for it. You, mm. you have to. He has to pick up the points because you know that this time last year, after this amount of games, David Moyes actually had one extra point to what United have got now. Yeah, but the, the difference between David Moyes and Van Gaal is with that David Moyes, with David Moyes in charge, I had no hope. Like I, I didn't. There was nothing there to say. Oh, yeah, I've got faith. Like to to say, yeah, we're gonna be okay. But it's like now, I'm seeing the way we're playing. Like th- this type of game last season, we would have lost three 0 mm. Well, I mean, what I would say is with David, the difference between David Moyes and Van Hal is David Moyes took on a squad and a team. Van Hal's had to do a rebuilding process. I've yeah, he's ploughed a lot, a hell of a lot of money into them, but you know, you, you can't just expect players to perform straight away. That's the only. That's the only difference I would say that separates them hugely. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like it's the contrast to a year ago. It's it's not it's not too dissimilar. You know. So I mean. Mm. I mean. I think the next five games are massive for Van Hal. I think. Yeah. I think now. Now is the time to start picking up. You know, it's a good good result for us, or it's great results really, considering the rest of the season we've had so far to get a draw against Chelsea. Hopefully we can pick up from the top, you know, top four. We, I think we all agree top four would be what United would be, should be, at the very least, for aiming for this season. So yep. If we talk about Chelsea, uh, do you think Chelsea are, now look like a team who are going to go on to win it? I've tipped them from the start. What do you think, Si, as a Chelsea fan? Well, you know me, mate. I'm ever the, uh, ever the optimist. So, obviously, I do, I do think we can go on and win the league. I mean, I, in our first nine games now, we've played City away, United away... Everton away, Arsenal at home. You know, four four tough games and we've come away unscathed. You know, we've got actually got eight points from all those games. Against the big teams, we always do well. I mean, we, we, we're still unbeaten. We're six points clear now at the top. I mean, it's, it's hard not to be happy. We can definitely go on and win the league this year. You can see it in Marino's eyes. He knows he's got a Marino team, you know? Whereas last year, I don't think he really believed it. This year, there's a belief there, and you can see that. So, of course, of course, we can go on and win the league. Of course we can, and, you know, so I hope we do. Come on, Chelsea. Compared to, I hope we do. Compared to last season, the little horse has definitely grown. Oh, my word. He's, <laughs> it's, no, it's no longer a little... It's, it's, it's got just got steroids in it now, isn't it? <laughs> it's a stallion. It's, not, it's, not a horse. <laughs> it's more like a raging bull these days, yeah. the way we're going at the moment. But no, overall, overall um, you know... I mean, I mean, me, me, as United fan, you've come up against us, and and like I've always said, we can play different types of football. And I think I just think that's all we're going to benefit this year. All round, all round for different types of the games you come into in the Premier League and in Europe, I feel Chelsea can accommodate for each one, and that's where I think we sort of differ to the likes of Arsenal, City, 
and United, to be fair, at the moment. Well, it's nine, nine games in. Uh, you know, I think it's fair to say it's a, obviously a long season. Still got the Champions League, FA Cup, and League Cup to you know, games to go. I wanted to bragging rights over you two, though. I was 30 seconds away from bragging rights. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know, I mean, I was gutting. <laughs> you're gutting. I know you, you, you're well angry. <laughs> oh, look, well, the offside chat listeners don't need to hear that, right? <laughs> uh, I, feel I, could, I, could, I think I could hear your despair you, from you, where you, I live. He was, well ang- he was well angry. Yeah, uh, well. I was screaming the house down, let's put it that way. <laughs> I was jumping for joy. Also, <laughs> our chat, chat almost came to an end. I, I was about to hand in my resignation, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but all in all, like, today's result, I think, you know, we can say a draw was a fair result for the both of us. Yeah, agreed. It was a good game of football, good advert for the Premier League. Definitely, 100%. All right, well, thanks, lads, again. It's a brilliant conversation. Well, you know, we, we thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> Being Man United and Chelsea fans. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you've got any thoughts on our views and opinions, remember, we value all constructive opinions. And remember, if you've got anything you want to say about our pods, remember, you can come on to one of our pods. There's no problem. Just drop us an email, you know, let us know your Skype names, and then we'll uh, make some sort of arrangement. So it'd be great to hear from you, from any of you, any of you fans. Right, um, yeah, if you want to contact us, remember our website is www.offsidechat.com. Um, we've got all our links to social media on there. We're also on Twitter, it's our Offside Chat. And remember to get in touch, and we've got a Gmail address, which is offsidechat at gmail.com. All right, thanks for listening. <laughs>